Alright everybody, welcome to another installment of the Boogie Broadcast. Here's Seth again. Yeah, so uh, crazy interesting news. Kind of a recap on episode 6, I would I would kind of say that it was more so about, you know, uh, the C- whole CBD thing that's been going on lately. But what's really interesting is the day of... Um, it might have been the day after. It says four days ago. It was probably the day of. Um, yeah, because my calendar says, says four days ago. Yeah, today's the 11th. I've been one, two, three, four. Been on the 7th. Yeah, so four days ago. I uh, I kind of got a little heated on this whole CBD thing where, you know, people were criminalizing it and things like that here in the in or over there in Louisiana. We're here in Mississippi where it's uh, been legal for quite some time. And uh, since that day, congratulations, everybody. In Louisiana, you now can purchase the CBD products because it says here in an article that I was reading, Baton Rouge, Louisiana state lawmakers are working to reverse a decades-old ban on hemp, which has caused confusion and outrage among consumers of popular hemp-derived CBD products. Nearly every member of the Louisiana House of Representatives voted Tuesday evening for the bill that would regulate the hemp and CBD oil processing. It's kind of the same thing. Hemp-derived CBD products would remain illegal in Louisiana until United States Department of Agriculture approves the state's uh, proposed regulations. Well, that took place, and now it's legal in Louisiana. Blows my mind how long and drawn-out processes like this are, but still, what happens... I'm getting a little bit of feedback here, Justice. What happens to the people who are either in jail for it, do they get pardoned, what happens there? It's kind of a crazy thing to, like, you know, think about, that all these people who are, are these four business owners who had these businesses all of a sudden can't or are were, were stopped, uh, seized. All their pro- all their materials were seized, arrested, and have uh, felony charges. Plus, are laid with these huge uh, fines and things like that. What happens to them? I don't know. It's kind of crazy. There should be a big pardon on most of this stuff. So, you know, it, it, and right here it's talking about a a guy who told the uh, news company that Tuesday the confiscated products were the same items being sold at other stores in the area. And so this, one of the business owners who did have things confiscated, right down the street they were selling the same products at like maybe a uh, CVS, a mom-and-pop drugstore, something to that nature. There could have been other products being sold with other CBD oils. There's edibles and lotions and things like that. But what's crazy is they they targeted this, uh, in particular, this guy right here, um, Michael Dominique. And this guy obviously suffered uh, financially, for sure, from the ignorance of the state police and the House of Representatives that are Louisiana representatives that just took their precious time in passing these bills. And now these people had to pay dearly for it. So, anyway, that's kind of a sigh of relief. Now Louisiana actually allows... um, you know, this stuff to be sold there. So good for them. Hey, man, great for you guys. Y'all have no idea. I mean, people, 
I mean, you can't get high off this stuff, guys. Okay, let's just nip that right in the bud. You just can't get high off of it. So it's not necessarily a drug. It's more, it acts more like, this would be like banning essential oils. Essential oils do nothing but like, you know, some of them are hoofla, but some of them work pretty well, like lavender and thieves and things like that that help with headaches and uh, other other issues like inflammatory things, but uh, it's just kind of crazy, kind of blew my mind that CBD would be classified, especially in Florida, which is still illegal, but classified as a scheduled one drug. Like it, it, it has, it, there's nothing in it that can actually get you high. So with that being said, good for you guys. I mean, way to go. Obviously, I mean, obviously y'all have at least something going for you over there, but I just hate that it takes so long for for things like that to happen in other states when, you know, th- their neighbors, na- their neighborhood states are legalizing these things, you know, left and right. And it's, it, I don't know if it's a money thing or if it's a political thing, but, you know, my stand on it is I think we should rip the labels off of everything. Um, I, I'm, I'm not a very political person, but I do believe that if we strip the labels off of classifications of, uh, Democrats, Republicans, independents, conservatives, liberals, and etc., that we would actually be able to see what and maybe a politician actually has to offer with full transparency versus basically categorizing or labeling that individual to where all we see is what we want to see or what we see in them is strictly what follows in that label's footsteps. So a lot of that, I mean, all this stuff, all of its labels, if if we took an average human, let's say the nine to five everyday working individual, do you think that that individual knows half of what the president does? Probably not. However, I guarantee you that that individual knows whether that president is Republican or Democrat. So this average human who does not keep up with politics, which you know I would not classify myself as that, but I definitely don't watch it with a, or comb over with a fine tooth comb. However, you have people who don't necessarily. Um, sorry if you'll hear that echo. If you don't necessarily follow all the footsteps of every politician or all the footsteps of your legislation or all the footsteps of the judicial system and things like that, you don't know everything that's going on. But when you classify an individual such as a Democrat or Republican, what you see is their label and then the majority of what is portrayed. So you have, you know, especially down here, when I say, you know, uh, Democrat, people kind of like lose their brains. And, and same thing with Republican. A lot of people down here who are extremely left hate the word Republican, and those down here who are extremely right hate the word Democrat. However, wouldn't you think that if you took the label off of that individual that you would be able to see them more transparently instead of seeing them just by that label? Oh, you know, you're for abortion because you are a liberal and you're a, you're a Democrat. That's not true either. Not all liberals and Democrats are pro-choice or pro-abortion, which... Oh my goodness! I can't believe that that's still a thing. We legalize that. It's unreal, and it's and it's it's, it's immoral. And there's just no doubt about it that it's 100 percent wrong. Um, however, that is my stand. So if my stand is pro-life, 
and your stand is pro-choice, maybe I should hear why your stand is pro-choice. Um, not to say that I'm, I'm going to change my mind, and that's not what we're trying to do here. We're not trying to change each other's minds. We're just trying to communicate on a basis of level, uh, I don't want to say sovereignty, but like a level playing field. That's, that's all we need in this world. We just need to level with each other, talk to each other like we don't hate each other, and just hear what each other have to say. And it's all about you and the person you're talking to and y'all meeting on common ground and then having a discussion. Look, you don't have to agree with everybody. Everyone already knows this, so this is this this bothers me. We don't have to agree with each other. However, if I'm having a conversation with someone I disagree with, that does not mean that I am supportive of their decisions. That is not that is as far away from that as possible. So, just because I hear and I listen to all of these people, uh, Sam Harris, Dave Rubin, which Dave Rubin used to be an extreme leftist. However, he is gay and married, and by his standards, he is happily married. Okay, but just because I sit here and listen to what that guy has to say does not mean that I'm going to go to a pride rally and stand up for everybody. That's not my thing. You want to do that? That's your thing. That's not my thing. And I don't have to support it either. So this Black Lives Matter movement and Blue Lives Matter movement, I don't have to go to your rallies to support you. I don't have to do that. However, I will allow myself to understand you're doing this for a reason because you believe in it. And by all means, believe in what, in what whatever you believe in, attach yourself to that. And do what it is you have to do to let yourself realize, I love, I'm, I'm, I'm demonstrating this and I love this. And that's fine. Do what you want to do. If it does not inflict or hurt someone else, do what you want to do. If you're a Blue Lives Matter supporter and you want to put that blue stripe on your trunk lid or that, you know, or, or those huge stickers that you pay 20 bucks for to let everybody know you support them and whatnot, that's great. Keep doing that. We need more of that stuff. And if you're a Black Lives Matter and you've got a black fist going up in the air on, on your back window and you support black lives, that's great. However, don't der be derogative towards other people who, who, let's say they have a white lives matter. You know, let people do what they want to do as long as it does not inflict on you. I was in New Orleans with uh, some friends of mine, and I actually came across a Black Lives Matter um, kind of like rally, like boot and rally type of thing. And when I was there, I noticed how peaceful it was. It was not full of narcissism. It wasn't full of people shoving it in your face. They they were they were marching around, and, and it was it was like a walk almost. And they were, you know, they were saying. Uh, Black Lives Matter and like and like other rhymes and stuff that go with it. They were chanting. However, they were protesting, and that's that's our right. That's our rights as Americans. This podcast is my right for free speech, and you can choose to disagree or agree with me. But that's the beauty of us humans and our lives. We have the ability to agree and to disagree. And by all means, let's join together and agree and disagree with each other. But we could still be humans we can still have a sense of humanity in disagreeing and agreeing and as i was watching this rally i noticed i said this is what it's about 
this right here, I don't feel unsafe. I was a white guy in New Orleans. In the We were right by the uh, Jackson Square. They were marching right around there. I was looking at all the beautiful art that they were doing. And then they had like this parade. And I noticed, I was like, I'm going to watch. I, I never watch the news, local, local news once in a while. But I decided because they're all biased. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to watch the news tonight and see what it has to say about all this. And the news blew it out of proportion. Um, massive group of Black Lives Matter patrol and march. Um, and what were they saying? Like uh, confusion and uh, in other watchers as we asked these people what they thought about it. And they were picking and choosing the types of people that they were asking. Mainly it was white people that they were asking what was going on. And I wouldn't say that it was accurate at all whatsoever. However, by my eyewitness account, it was a very peaceful march. And if that's what they want to do, by all means, do it. And if you want to join the military and fight for our country, God bless you and thank you so much for doing what you're doing. And that is a choice that you choose to make for yourself and your family and your country. I wouldn't say it's the same thing. However, I would say it's very similar. If you choose to support a movement, that is your choice. If you choose to serve your country, that is your choice. If you choose to agree with both sides and find a happy medium, that is also your choice. So you can choose whether to destroy or whether to help create or whether to sit idle and saying, if that's what you want to do, do what you want to do. However, I don't, we are not forcefully volunteered for anything. It's strictly choice. And choice is really important. Louisiana chose to criminalize CBD products. And then after a while, people gathered together and showed a common interest in this thing. And they, they, they finally were able to break those walls down. So there, if, you've, if you've noticed that the KKK has decreased in memberships, however, the news and stuff's not telling us that. However, but what, what, what that's telling us is that love does conquer all. The love of, of God, the love of humanity, the love of each other. I mean, love conquers everything. So if we can just choose to learn to love each other, the blue lives matter, the black lives matter, the military, the tree huggers, the hippies, the carnivores, the vegans, we just need to love each other. I don't have to support what you're doing. However, I can support the fact that you want to do what you want to do. And as long as it doesn't hurt me or my family or hurt someone else, by all means, you know what's crazy? They got these blood drinkers that exist they drink uh, uh they're supposed to be drinking animal blood however i'm pretty sure vampires don't really care what they're drinking these days so anyway i don't support that however if that's what you want to do and you're not hurting nobody dude go ahead but that's just kind of odd like i know you really care about your red blood cells and how important they are to oxygenate your body but I'm pretty sure that a CO or an oxygen tank is cheaper than going off and purchasing some blood on the black market or the dark web, whichever one you can get your hands on first. Kind of crazy. However, if that's what you want to do, man, fine. I think it's kind of crazy, and I think you're being ridiculous, but, you know, do what you want to do, man. Hey, if you're a blood drinker, keep it up, man. Red lives matter at that stake. You know what I'm saying? So I just... I. 
I didn't really have a big topic I wanted to talk about, but I just thought that was pretty neat how it's a matter of time before we all come together. It's a matter of time before Louisiana decided to legalize the CBD and, and, and now business owners don't have to sweat bullets thinking if they're going to get their whole store confiscated. I mean, God forbid, poor things. I mean, I would be devastated. All that investment that I made and the time that I made and the fact that the state issued me a license and now I can't have it because the state came and took it all from me. I mean, I feel really bad for individuals who have to uh, rebound from stuff like that. But, you know, good for them. Hey, everybody, Mother's Day is coming up. Be sure to treat your mom to something. Uh, Let's not forget about that. It might already be Mother's Day by the time you guys hear this. Uh, I hope I hope some of y'all who have hard relationships with your moms and your dads get that stuff right. right? I'm, I'm blessed to have uh, really great in-laws and the perfect parents. I mean, I couldn't imagine. I, I, if I had to pick and choose and fabricate to design my own parents, I wouldn't be able to do it any better than the way mine are. But if I could have picked my parents, I would have picked them all over again. But... Uh, you know, be sure you let them know that, that you love them, you know, and whether or not you have a good relationship with your parents, it's still there. That love is still inside and it's still there. And a lot of guys and girls and young people, especially around my age, we, we have this thing where something happens and we realize that our parents really tried to do their best. I can't speak for everybody. I can definitely speak for a lot of my friends and a lot of my, my family is, and I have great aunts and uncles, by the way, as well, that there's something that happens, almost like your heart matures. Your mind can mature, and your mind can mature on your own. Something about your heart maturing over time where you realize that you know what, maybe my mom and dad were trying to do the right thing. And I think that's incredible how it happens as we grow older. We start to that we start to remember that's why my mom and dad did this. Or that's why my mom and dad did that. It wasn't because they were being, you know, jerks, but they were they were being disciplinary in the way that they needed to be for us. And I now that I'm also older, I also realize that we're all different. So our parents had to do it differently differently for each kid I know my brother he was like a, I don't want to say it out loud or jinx anything but he was like a perfect kid when we were growing up and a lot of times I would look at him and be like dang he never gets in trouble never gets spankings or anything like that well my mom and dad also never told me why can't you be more like your brother because I think that they knew having siblings that we're all different. So we all need like these gate. We have to gauge these things all differently. And that also goes for your friends. I had a conversation with a friend of mine about one, one of my buddies who just has had a really rough patch in his life and he chose the wrong choice and now he could pay for it extremely dearly. And while we were talking, I just, I kind of thought it's like, what makes us make those decisions? And I think that it's control. And I think that anger always gets the best of us. I could have gotten angry at my brother because he never got in trouble or anything like that. However, I, I, as a kid, you don't know these things, so you do get angry. But I chose when I got older to understand that we're just different people. And because we're different people, going back to the, the, 
look, when I say black lives, blue lives, I'm just, that's just my reference. There's hundreds of thousands of other, like cannibals and car, cannibals. Oh my gosh. If you're a cannibal, stop. Oh, dude, there's better things out there, my guy or my gal. Jeez, um, could you imagine trying to crunch down on a pinky finger? Like the effort, the amount of force it would take to crunch a, pink, a pinky finger. I mean, that's probably like, that's probably like the part of the chicken that's like just too much work. And so you don't even eat that part. That's probably what your fingers are to cannibals. What I meant to say was carnivores and vegans. I was on a carnivore diet for about six months. And when I, when I listened to vegans, um, I, I did have a friend who was a vegan for a little while. I did not know him then, but he was for, I think, about a year. I now understand that it's their spiritual journey that they're more worried about. So I'm not so adamant to convince them that it's unhealthy if it's their spiritual journey that they're worried about. But I'm just using these things as references. But, like, we're we're all different people. So we need to understand that just because we're different, we don't need to hate each other. And I'm not trying to be all goo-goo-gaga, lovey-dovey. You know, there's things you definitely need to stand up for. Um, like, I I believe that oh, this is a touchy subject. I kind of am on the fence about the death penalty because I don't think we need to be the judge, juror, and executioner. But, you know, what do you do? You decide to be different. You decide to be peaceful and understand that people are different. But what do you do if you're faced with the decision to take a life? How do you... How do you gauge that? How do you gauge that in war? How do you gauge that as an officer? And look, much love and prayer to all you officers out, out there who are dealing with issues that only you can imagine having to take a life for the safety of others and yourself and for the family members who had to deal with that as well. Um, it's a hard thing, but how do you, how do you know when it's right to take a life or not. How do you know? If you're faced with that obstacle ever of, of an intruder in your home, so many guys and down here, especially down here in the South, and I'm pretty much as South as it gets besides other parts of Louisiana and Florida. Well, let's all clear the air here. Florida is not the South, just so everyone knows. Uh, it's like a its own country. It's weird. But like if you're fa- if you have an intruder that comes into your house, so many of my family members and friends are so gung ho, gun ho. They're gonna like, ah, oh, shoot that guy as soon as he steps foot in here. I don't care. I got my block right under my pillow every night I sleep. Or would you really though? Would you be able to it, what happens if you paused time and you had your hand on the gun and it's pointed right at this person who's in your home? and you feel that your life and your family's life is threatened, you probably would act off of reflex and pull the trigger. However, what if time froze, and you can make a decision right then and there? Do I want to kill this person, or do I simply want to scare or inflict, like maybe shoot him in the shoulder or something? And a lot of people, we don't know what we would do. I don't know what I would do. Yes, I do keep a gun on me when I'm in my house. I have a few, but what would I do? Would I have enough time to react and think, shoot him in the leg or shoot him in the shoulder or whatever? Or would I think this man or this person, got whoever comes in the house, 
has to be eliminated because I feel my life is threatened. I don't know what I would do because I don't, I've never been in that situation. I'd like to talk to somebody who has been in that situation because that would intrigue me to understand the human element of taking of life. What is it? What does it feel like for someone to do that? And what are the things that go through your head before you do that? Is it strictly impulse or is it a decision that's like made within a fraction of a, of a thought? And I've often wondered that. And I know a lot of soldiers struggle with PTSD. By the way, CBD actually helps with that. So does Kratom and uh, meditation and breathing techniques. But what happens when a soldier takes a life? I, I, knew, I knew someone who did who actually took a life of a child overseas. And you could tell that it was either the girl or his squadron. And that man had to make a decision. And it was so deep and so real. And tears were, were developing in his eyes. And, and just to see that. I mean, I'm sorry to get emotional right now just thinking about it. But how do you, how do you know what to do? How do you know what to do? And in his case, it was saving more people's lives by taking a life. And I don't know, guys. Maybe y'all can tell me what you would do. I don't know. I would have a I would have a hard time thinking. Now, you know, if someone came in my house, I'd probably have an easy time shooting the person or shooting at the person. However, if, you know, you, if one shot went off and hit him in the leg, would I go back and actually finish the job? I don't know. It depends on if he had a weapon or whatever. Or if my wife was home or if I had friends or families over, family members over. I mean, it really would depend on a lot of things going on. Uh, but then there's laws that don't protect you either. Like the lady who used a shotgun to shoot the man and it like protruded him outside the house through, through the window and he died in the front yard and she went to jail over it. Like some crazy something like that. Like some crazy story like that. I mean, you just, there's, no matter what, the law is always going to squirm its way into something and figure out if you're uh, or, or make you out to be a villain or a victim. Just depends on, I don't know, who you get that day. Who knows? But uh, crazy, crazy laws out there. Um, if, I don't know. I, don't, I know there's some really crazy laws out there. There's a few right here I wanted to kind of read off. This is 50 of the craziest state laws. And I guess it's going to kind of go over like, you know, each state. Uh, if I can get this pulled up, here it is. All right. In Alabama, it is illegal to drive blindfolded. That's kind of a no-brainer. Sounds like, uh, I mean, most of you Alabama guys would be able to figure that out. Most of you Alabama gals would be able to figure that out. I mean, you guys don't exactly have the best reputation because I heard the toothbrush was invented there anywhere else it probably would have been called the teeth brush in alaska you can't put an animal in the back of an open vehicle oh like a convertible or a or a truck wait 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 wait. how do you how do y'all get your huskies to and fro on the roads man that's a question i have to ask an alaskan that's kind of crazy down here man it's a truck there's probably a two to one ratio of dogs and trucks around here. For every two trucks, there's a dog in the back. Or in the front. Depends. In Arizona, it is illegal for a donkey 
to sleep in a bathtub. Someone messed up right there. Someone made a 911 phone call and said, hey, look, I don't know what's going on, but there's a donkey who drowned in my bathtub and I need the fire department to come get him. And then that state was like, look, we don't have the money or the machinery to pull a donkey out of a bathtub. You're going to have to figure out a way to get it out. So they probably ate donkey that night for dinner. In Arkansas, oh my gosh, in Arkansas, you can't honk your horn near a sandwich shop after 9 p.m. <laughs> oh, someone's eating their turkey on rye, and a guy goes by, it's 8.59, honked, <laughs> honks his horn, and then next thing you know, it's raining sandwich, and they made this law after that. Can't believe that. Okay. This was recent. This was recent, 2012. In California, plastic bags are banned. Can someone like can can someone like confirm that? If you're in like a uh, dude, you're in a, a Walmart here in the South. I mean, there's enough plastic bags to at least strangle. I don't know every snake in the world or something. Man, in one Walmart, there's enough plastic bags to strangle. All the snakes in the world. But what you going to do in California? You got a strangled snake. There's no plastic bags. Uh, in Colorado, it's illegal to keep a couch on your porch. Dude, the Ninth Ward would struggle in Colorado. And not say that they would struggle too hard. They would struggle just hard enough, probably. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. We'll hang it up with them laws, some type of things and stuff that's going on over there. Some of that ain't even our concern. Yeah, so, look, I think the whole point of this entire message is to kind of say this. Let's say that you have two different people, there are two types of things, and you don't agree with the other person. Where is the line of how angry you should get, how upset you should get, and how frustrated? And I think that line doesn't exist. Because I don't think you should be any of those things. If you don't agree with someone else and what they're doing and how they're living, that's fine. Let me turn this echo off, sorry. If you guys heard that. That's that's okay. That's fine. Understand that our whole country was founded on being different or doing our own thing. Uh, we left the UK because... or the, I'm sorry. We left Europe because... We weren't able to practice the religion that we wanted to practice. So when we left and came here, we established, and, and we, I mean, I think we took this country way wrong. You can disagree with me on that too. That's fine. I'm not a scholar, and you're probably not a scholar either. But I think that we don't, we, we, I don't know. Everybody's so worried about slavery when we probably should have been a little bit more worried about how we should treat the Native Americans, you know, before slavery actually existed here or while it was taking, partaking. But uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about half the time anyway. So, But I do know this. We need to understand that we're all different and understand that it's okay for us to be around someone who's different than us. I mean, people, I can't be around someone who shuns another type of person. I cannot, I cannot associate myself with a racist or with a bigot or with a very prejudiced individual. I can't stand being around people like that. Because even though it's not contagious to me, it's I still feel feel that 
whatever that is, that odd feeling. And if if you took if you took uh, uh, the whole crow and mockingbird story where this guy was sick and tired of hearing how this crow would just call all day long. So he heard this mockingbird, beautiful mockingbird. So he put the crow and the mockingbird together in the same birdcage, expecting the crow to change and sing beautifully like the mockingbird. However, he changed the mockingbird instead of the crow. So now you have two things that are just crowing, crowing, and calling over and over. Super aggravating. Subconsciously, this happens to us as humans. Whether we decide to to do this or not, it still happens inside of us. And maybe it doesn't happen on the outside. Maybe it happens on the inside. You, f- you think those racist things or you, you think that weird thought about doing that horrible thing because maybe you're associating yourself with someone who is that way and we need to be very safe with who we hang around. Very safe. I think a lot of us are too... A lot of us don't care because we're just maybe trying to help that person, but you know what? That person could probably be bringing you down and you're not able to help everybody either. You really have to remind yourself you're not able to help everybody. So stop. Stop being the one so willing to do so many things for people who don't give a crap about you. Be a different person. Stop letting people drag you down and stop letting people contaminate you. Get rid of those toxic people in your life. Having that friend of mine who... We tried so many times to help him, and however, he doesn't want to help himself. So we have we have three or four different guys who are just always willing to help this individual, but they just don't want it. So you know what? It's over. We're done. You, you, we've, we've, we've taken our hand off you, and, and we're done. But you know what? We tried. And that's another thing some of us don't even try to do. We don't even try to try. And it's such a funny thing, our lives. This is such a funny thing. I can sit here and say all of these things. However, I also think that helping people can also help yourself. And it's a good thing to help people. Just, you know, don't get taken advantage of. If you feel like, man, I do all these things for all these people. And I'm look, I'm guilty of it. I do a lot for a lot of other people that aren't myself. But at the end of the day, it's okay to be selfish if it's going to help you in the long run. Don't ever have somebody tell you, that it's wrong for you to be selfish for your family. It is not. I will put my family first before I put anything else first besides my wife. My wife is first. Anything she needs or any if you wants me to spend time with her, all these guys joke about other guys. You know, my wife is nothing like this. She's perfect and I love every inch of her and every I mean a bottom, bottomless love for her. She is perfect in all sense of the ways of exactly what I needed in my life. And I would do anything for her. And I'd do anything for her. But for people to say, you know, um, I have a family member who a lot of people say that, that they're, they're whipped. You know, their wife has her his cojones in her purse. Look, man, whether, he, whether they do or they don't, okay, that's the life that they chose to live. Now, is it the right choice for him? I don't know. I'm not him and I'm not her. I don't know. But. You could say, don't do these things and do do these things. There's a happy center there about doing both. Don't give up all, don't give up your life to help someone else 
if you think that it's not worth or it's not uh, you don't have any self-worth in it or, or actual worth in helping them or maybe they don't appreciate it. But also don't ever be hesitant to help somebody because it, it, it does feel good. It feels really good helping someone who needs it. Don't let people take advantage of you. Let people who can exhaust their efforts to help themselves, let them do that first. And if you feel like it's not taking away from your life, it's not taking away from your family, it's good to help people. But There's a happy median. There's a happy median for both and be that person. And that's who I hope to be one day. I hope to be a better version of myself than what I was yesterday. And I hope that one day I'm able to perfect one day. I just want one perfect day in my life where I made all the right choices. And that's what I'm going to strive for. I want to be tolerant of other people's religions and other people's faiths and other people's lifestyles, heterosexuals, homosexuals, whatever. I want to be tolerant because I want those people to see that I'm receptive to what you have to say. However, I don't have to support your lifestyle, but I am here to listen to what you have to say. I, I would like to talk to you. I want to hear, you know, and whether you believe, whether you believe or not, you can definitely learn through Jesus's life how tolerant he was of human beings. I mean, you look at it, uh, so many people treated him worse than anyone has ever been treated, or some people have been treated worse. But, like, you know, we put, you put this man on a cross, you could believe the story. The story is a perfect human lived a perfect life, and we put him to death. Imagine the hatred a normal person would have had towards the people, if they were to come back to life, do you think they still would have continued to help those people that hurt him? That's the kind of guy I want to be. I want to be that guy. I want to get beat up, get crapped on, get pushed to the side, and the next day be able to help the same person that did that to me. However, if the person continues to do that to me, there is a thing in the Bible where it talks about God taking his hand off of you. Because... You can't help someone that doesn't want any help. And you can't help someone who's helpless because they choose not to help themselves. So, put your best foot forward. Do the best you can. Try to be a little more tolerant, okay? Especially you dams and repubs. Oh my goodness. I can't I can't even watch TV anymore or, or flip through my Facebook anymore without... Oh, without some of y'all just being so derogative towards the other parties or whatever. Dude, it's about to be 2020. We're going to have these elections, and I'm going to be miserable. I might give up social media for that whole year till election is over, or months after election is over with, because I'm going to tell you, I can't stand listening and watching that stuff. It's just too much on your day. It's toxic. I want my day to be good. I want my day to be happy. I also don't want to be ignorant about what's going on either. So you still do need to know kind of what a little bit about what's going on. Not the way people say you need to, though. That's just my personal opinion. Like I said, I don't say these things with certainty. I'm just saying them. And hopefully some of you guys can listen and gals can listen and have a good, I don't know, have some good stuff come out of it. Look, I don't know what I'm talking about half the time. I don't have facts on everything. I'm just talking because I love doing this freaking podcast. I love doing this crap. This is what I like to do. And I can't wait to do it more often with more people and who get excited like I get excited. Uh, God forbid someone like me doesn't, I don't talk to myself. Oh my gosh, can you imagine? I would be, I would have a heart attack. 
I'm so, I'm so energetic half the time. But, I, you know, I love just talking about stuff that interests me. And I'm proud of you, Louisiana, for legalizing the CBD. And some of you states, y'all got some weird laws out there, you know. But hopefully this whole CBD thing can go in the past and we can realize that we were given a plant that helps us. And it's just stop being stupid. Stop being stupid. Stop. And that's the news of the day. Stop being stupid. The quote of the day, I should say, rather. Anyway, hopefully you guys have a great day. Be a better person than you than you were yesterday. And I'm going to try to do the same thing. I want to start being accountable. And uh, I, I think uh, I think we all can we all can be better than what we were yesterday. And look, call your mom up. Tomorrow's Mother's Day. Today's Saturday before. In case this gets... gets that oh man, I was spitting up some more rhymes right there. In case this gets delayed, you know, hopefully if you miss Mother's Day, call your mom, man. Let her know, a woman. I keep saying man and dude. I'm just so used to having sign here. But, you know, just remember, without her, you wouldn't be here. Or you might have been in worse condition. And if you don't have a good relationship with your mom... Now is the shaping point in your life where you can finally forgive and relieve yourself of all of that pain and hatred, and you'll be a better person for it, whether she is or she isn't. And uh, not to get too deep on the end, though, but anyway, I love you guys. I appreciate you so much. Thanks for listening. Like and share and do all that stuff, and uh, maybe drop me some topics or something you guys want to talk about, and uh, hopefully we'll have some interesting guests uh, coming up here soon. And... All I can do is just keep doing it. And that's my goal. I thought I'd give you guys two episodes this week. Hope you guys enjoy it. Love y'all. Stay real. Life's a dance. Let's boogie.